Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Tellus, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on December 6th, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Let your plans be dark and impenetrable as night. And when you move, fall like a thunderbolt. Again, let your plans be dark and impenetrable as night. And when you move, fall like a thunderbolt. And that's by Sun Tzu. I know you guys caught when I was trying to say sixth. I couldn't, I can't say the TH, sixth, sixth. Uh, 18 months, 18 months. All right. So when I was uh, reading this quote this morning, I was thinking about how, um, how some people, and I actually read about this before, how some people announce their plans, um, you know, to the world before even implementing. And I know that's like a strategy of, um, to be a hype around things, you know, and it's also sort of a strategy. I read, I read two, two different theories on this. One theory was that if, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, of course, Sun Tzu was talking about like war, but I'm talking about like strategy uh, or plans as far as goals, things you want to do, um, projects. So, so the two theories I, I read on this, two opposing theories. Theories. One theory was that if when you announce things, sort of like sometimes I do that on this podcast, when you announce things and put it out there in the world the world is going to hold you accountable. It's like you're putting yourself on notice to, um, you know, to sort of prepare yourself, especially when, when you kind of like a solo person, you, you don't, you don't work with a team. You know, I, I've read to where if you put it out there in the world on a, on a larger stage, then it's like the world or, uh, your audience, if you have an audience, is going to hold you accountable for completing that goal, right? It's like, you know, say I, I announced something on this podcast. Like, I've been announcing about a YouTube channel that, that I'm going to do. So I put that out there. Sooner or later, it's like, you know, either put up or shut up. I'm going to even have to put it put it out there, you know, create that, that YouTube channel or whatever else, whatever other thing I put out there. Or it's going to be like, this guy talks a lot of shit. He never completes, you know, he, he never implements. So that's the one theory, you know, to put it out there and then the world is going to hold you accountable. The other theory though, the opposing theory was that when you put things out there, if you put it out there enough, well, in your mind, some kind of like subconscious, you know, I don't know the science behind it, but I'm just telling you what the theory says. Um, it's like, to your mind or to your subconscious, you no longer have a need to act on it because you've put it out there already and it's like your anticipation level goes down. Your enthusiasm to complete that thing, whatever it is, goes down. And and, and I've, I've been in both camps, you know? I, I've been in situations to where I've done that and I've also been in situations to where I feel that I'm held accountable 
even even though indirectly when I put something out there. So you know, I, I sort of look at whatever goal I'm going to I'm, go, I'm I'm going after to whether I'm going to mention it or not. And I, I've also seen to where that you know in each I mean there's a plus and minus to each each one of those theories. You know, because I've also seen where, going back to this quote, to where you don't want to put stuff out there, especially around people that are not going to support you, um, because they're just going to be, you know, wrenches in, in the cogs. You know, they're, they're going to be that neg- that same negativity you're trying to get away from. Those are going to be the same people or, or the same environment that, that is not going to be positive for you to complete that goal meaning keep it to yourself and then just shock the shit out of everybody especially the the naysayers you know especially those that they don't no matter what you've done they never think you can do any more than that and not not even in like a malicious way it's just that that's their culture. That's the way they've been brought up. That's the environment they live in, and and they've all, always known that. Especially if you're doing something outside the realm of that normal complacency. You know what I mean? Like even even in even in the tra- traditional realm, if you if you work at a job and you're like low man on the totem pole, but you have aspirations of being something bigger. You know, look at look at the story of uh, what's the guy named. Koch or something like that of, of Starbucks you know look at the level he started at the the, the CEO or president or whatever his title is the, the head man the one you see about uh, the one you see interviews and he's in all the books that guy whatever his name I think it's like Steve Koch I always get him confused with the guy who uh, one of the co-founders of Stone Brewery I think they got like the same name right or is that the Sam Adams guy I can't remember Anyway, um, I mean, you know, like, so if you if you are in a position and say say you've been there a while and you've been kind of like at this one level, you but you know you can do more. You've you've done little bits and pieces of these higher positions, and then say your opportunity come right now. All your buddies, all your friends are at your same level. You know, you all you guys are all, all on on widget production. You know, you you cool. You guys go out on the weekends. You drink your buddies. You guys are all tight on on the on the widget production line, right? And you're all friends and everything, right? And um, but in the back of your mind, you're like, man, I don't want to be on widget production line forever. First of all, I know I can get paid more if I'm the manager of the widget production line, and I know Carl. The, the widget production line manager, he's getting ready to retire. And he's already mentioned to me that, you know, I should apply because my company uh, promotes from within and nobody else is even interested because they don't they don't want to be seen as a sole sellout. They don't want to they don't want all that responsibility because the pay is good, you know, but it, it comes with a lot more hours, a lot more responsibility. And then I can't hang out with the guys anymore. So, so these, you know, those those guys, they don't want that position. I'm the only one that that wants it, but I'm afraid to say something because I know how these guys are going to take it. Because Carl used to be one of us, 
And look how we treat Carl. You know, we I mean, we do the absolute minimum. You know, Carl uh, is still not, he still try to treat us the same way, but we don't want to have anything to do with Carl because he uh, he sold out. You know, he 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 took the he took the house job. Now, you know, we 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 can't we can't you know he don't understand us. He's not one of us anymore. He he make money. He bought a he got a family. He bought that house up on uh over on Dream Street. Got that new car. He talking about he's saving for his kids. A college fund, a trust fund, and all this stuff. His wife don't even have to work because she, you know, he makes enough. She don't even have to work. And he thinks he's better than us because he does all that stuff. And here I am struggling. Man, who who would want that job? Right? <laughs> so what do you do? Do you do you come out and say, hey, fellas, you know, on, on your Saturday night uh, uh, drink fest, you know, guys, uh, I'm thinking about going out to Carl's job. You know, he, uh, he, he, uh, he, you know, came to me and said, I need to, I need to apply for it. Now, in that situation, how do you think you, the boys are going to take that? Knowing how you guys treated Carl when he took that same step 10 years ago, how's it going to, how's it going to go for you? You know, guys going to start, maybe, maybe try to even sabotage your, your, your uh, aspirations of moving up. They may even try to sabotage it in whatever way they they see fit. So in that case, yeah, man, you want to keep that stuff to yourself. You want to keep that to yourself. Now, I use that example because that's more, you can understand that. I, I, some of you that listen to this, to this probably been in that situation. You've probably been in that situation to where you you were the guy who wanted, who wanted to go for that job and did, or you were the guy, a, 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 a female, uh, 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 that wanted that position, but didn't because you knew what kind of backlash was going to happen. And you know, at least be realistic. Friends are more important than anything, right? So, so, so then you stuck. You know, because you didn't want that backlash. So yeah, no situation. Just keep it to yourself. And then know that if they were truly your friends, you wouldn't even be thinking twice about about the backlash. You'd be like, you know, hey guys, I'm gonna uh, apply for call job. They'd be like, oh, kudos, man. Hey, don't forget us at the bottom. You know, that's how that's how your real friends would be. Hey, don't 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 forget about us. You know, at the bottom when that next time somebody need promoting or, or, or something higher come open, remember us. Um. So we can all understand a situation like that. But what about not in a working environment? What about like you want to write a book? You want to uh, enter you want to enter a uh, a craft brew contest. You want to enter one of your one of your custom uh, IPAs or custom stouts into a local a local competition, you know? So so my my point is it's not for just the big stuff is for the small stuff also you know are, are, are you comfortable enough letting, you know, letting, telling people letting people know what you're going to do or should you just keep it keep it on the down and then just and then just shock everybody and like I said you know with me it kind of depends on it depends on the goal it depends on what I'm going after 
And a lot of times when I used to do that, when I used to keep myself, I would think, is it because I don't think I can do it? Is the reason why I don't want to let anybody know? Maybe. Sometimes, I, you know, I can admit sometimes it, that was the case to where, like, is this goal too lofty? But then other times it's like you don't want the distraction of, of people. It's like, why? There's no, there's no plus side to letting anyone know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, especially the the people in close proximity. Now, if you had a if you have a coach or mentor or something like that, then yeah, you can you can mention that to that those people because they're going to help you. You know, and I guess that's that's the distinction. If there's anyone that you know that's going to help you with that goal or whatever whatever it is, then yeah, of course, you that's that's one of your strategic partners. You let them know. You know what I mean? You you let you let your generals know. You let those people know who uh because they can help you but if nobody can help you man just keep it to yourself just keep it to yourself and then if you really really are dying to let somebody know well that's how you know it's time to find someone who's gonna who's gonna help you you know if you if you know that the person you want to let know you is it's for your own need you just want to get it out because you just excited then but you you're also afraid to let that person know and the only reason you want to let that person know because it's the person closest to you it's the one in close proximity to you but you're hesitant well that's how you know it's time for you to find somebody else that you can bounce ideas off you know um and it doesn't even be, have to be somebody like, like I said, like right around you. You know, there, there's ways of of meeting people, meeting like-minded people. You just gotta be willing to do it. This is one of this is one of my hardest hardest thing I have to deal with is uh, finding like-minded people. It's, it's because it's just it's just so hard to find people that. On, on like a, I mean, you if if I was into sports or something, that wouldn't it wouldn't be hard to find a, a, a sports group of, of people that like the same team. That's easy. But when you're thinking about something other, it's hard to find people in close proximity. That um, actually, you know what? It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not that hard. It's just that. The vetting you have to do more vetting to find out who's really real or who you know who's uh, an opportunist. You know what I mean? So that's the deal. I remember I went to this meetup group. Uh, matter of fact, it was the no. Actually, I think I did one or two. I went to one or two meetup groups, and in the the first one, I found the like-minded person, and I ended up selling him a house. It wasn't even we were actually there talk about real estate investing we were both this this is before i bought or didn't know i had actually owned owned the property already and i was looking at uh buying some more and so i wanted to find i wanted to get some information on like uh um what what you call it like creative financing and things like that to where you're not you know you're, you're leveraging other investors money and stuff like that right so but i ended up finding a veteran he was a disabled vet and he was going through the process of getting his disability something i had just recently went through and um 
And he was also in the process of opening a like home improvement type business. And and I was looking for someone like that because I, I, I was looking for a company or someone to manage my property. So it was kind of a good fit. And he, you know, he was ex-Army, I was ex-Air Force. You know, he was, he was married, had three kids. I was, matter of fact, three daughters. And I was married with three daughters. And we just kind of clicked, you know, like right off the bat. And I can, and, and the funny thing is like, we met at a tea shop, uh, uh, yeah, it was a coffee and tea bar. And out of all the other people were there, I could tell this guy was the only real one. Like, he didn't have this, first of all, he didn't have this big fake, like, I'm the type of person that if you if you saw me somewhere, I, I look really unapproachable. And it's not, it's not on purpose. I didn't even become conscious of it until, like, later to when people finally, like, told me. Like, because... I was just used to being around the same type of people and we were just to ourselves. You know, my, the, the guys I hung out with in the Air Force, uh, even when I, when I was in high school, I always had like a certain, and we were always the odd, like we would never, we were never the group like um, to, to be like the life of the parties. We were always to ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, n- not like, not like, like uh what's the word like counterculture we were just like the more creative type like um it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to uh put in the words like we weren't like the hipster we're not like trying to be different we were just we were just you know like always a little a little different because we you know mostly if we played sports it wasn't like we were we, we played sports and stuff like that just because we liked it we weren't like fanatical about it we were fanatical about other stuff like music or art or or entrepreneurship, things like that. Um, and so I remember one of the first people that, that um, mentioned that to me, mentioned that, you know, you 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 were one of those guys that nobody can approach. And I'm like, oh my, you know, I didn't even know what that meant. I'm like, no, that's those guys. Those are the pretty boys. You know, you know, like. You know, but anyway, so when I saw this guy in the in the, in the uh, meetup, you know, he was he was one of the ones I gravitated towards, and because I can just tell he wasn't trying to fit in, he was he was there, and with him being there, saying it was was enough to say he wanted to be there. He didn't he didn't have to prove he wanted to be there. Nobody forced him to be there. So the fact of him being there should let people know he wanted to be there. And that's the way I am. It's like, it's almost like, this, this is one of the things, and, I, and I'm, I'm, this is something I'm working on too. Like, if my wife cook a meal, right, and I have like three servings, like I, you know, I have one serving, and it's so, it's so good, I have three servings of it, right? Now, to me, that's enough to say, you know, I, I, I like the meal. <laughs> to me, that's like obvious, right? But it's not to her. She has to hear the words. <laughs> she so so this is this is the point I'm trying to make in like um at the meetup group. It was like other people were trying to, hey, I'm glad to be here. I wanna be here. Like you know, I I'm I'm letting people know by all my actions that I really wanna be here. And not only that, 
I'm saying it. And I'm thinking like, well, yeah, because it's voluntary. So I hope you want to be here, you know? And so you going around and the guy who uh, actually held the group never want, like this, this is the other thing too. Like I, I'm thinking this guy is just a real estate. I mean, uh, yeah, just a real estate investor because it was supposed to be for like people looking for creative financing and stuff like that. Now the guy who initiated the meetup, not one time, and this is what gives real estate agents a bad name. Not one time did this guy, even if he was there as a real estate investor, if, if you are a real estate agent, that should be one of the things, when you introduce yourself, that should come out somewhere, right? It should, right? Not once did it fucking come out. It wasn't until I later, you know, I'm like, who is this guy? And I found out he was a real estate agent. But that, that's, the, that's the type of like, uh, that's the type of stuff, um, the fakery I'm talking about, like it's hard to find like-minded people, just genuine, honest people. And, and so when I, this other guy, me and him end up being, you know, becoming friends, like uh, he ended up doing some work on one of my rental property. You know, I, I gave him some, some ideas on starting his, um, his, his, his uh, like management, uh, like property management business, because that was something I tried to create on my own in order to manage my own business, but I, I just couldn't do it. I just, I couldn't do it all. So I pretty much gave him the blueprint to how I did it. You know, being he was just out of the Air Force and stuff like that. And I also gave him, told him what I did to, to battle the VA process of getting disability and all that stuff. So we hit it off. Like, like it, it was, it was like, we, it was almost like because our life, um, what we had been through through life was so kind of parallel that I, I knew his quirks, he knew my quirks, and we and we didn't grow up together. Nothing. It was just one of those weird things that you you hardly ever meet somebody that you can just click like that with. You know, it, it's just rare, and so that's what I mean by like. And, and that guy was like, I I could like from day one I could I could tell him anything. You know what I mean? Like I can share ideas with him and I know he's going to have an insight that's true and genuine, <laughs> you know? And it, it's, it's not many times I've met people like that. That was just, they just gave you their opinion without anything attached to it. It's really rare you find somebody like that that's just genuine and that's just going to, you know, um, care too much about your feelings you know what I mean? Like, don't want to hurt your feelings. Just, you know, and I've always gravitated toward people that was just like brutally honest. Like, I, you know, I'd rather someone come to my face and tell me exactly what they think than to try to skirt around issues in order to like either make themselves seem nicer than they are, make themselves seem um, like, like, oh, I, 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 uh, I accept everything. You know, that, that's always, always turned me off. Like, even when people come to my door <laughs> selling stuff, I'm like, okay, what you selling? That's it. Get to it. I either want it or I don't. You know what I mean? If I don't want it, I don't want it. That's it. Like, uh, you know, I know you got to go through your sale pitch. Let me know. My wife is totally different. She don't even answer the door. But because I've, I, and I have a little uh, sympathy for them because I've been in sales. So I, I know what they have to go through. Even even people that call on the phone, I'm like, 
get okay go ahead and pitch me you know and then, and then my wife she was, she was like always like why do you waste so many so much time doing that i'm like because you know anyway so that's my point when i when i'm saying like i i, I went around the world just to say this so yeah it's okay in my opinion to pitch ideas or to let people know your plans as long as they're going to be that person to help you to give you some kind of advice to give you some kind of constructive criticism and not just you know to where like if they told you that's a bad idea you can say okay maybe i need to rethink this idea like like because you know coming from them it's true and not just like well how what what did you what have you done you know what i mean so anyway i said i i, I went around uh, uh i went the long way just to get to that point but um yeah, so it's it's two it's two camps, it's two theories to that. You know, you can either put it out there and let the world hold you accountable, or you can just kind of like keep it to yourself. And then, like Sun Tzu said, you know, when you drop it, <laughs> drop it like a thunderbolt. Um, yeah, that's so. That's it. That's it for that for that rant. Uh, let me see, sixth, sixth. Still can't say it. seventh. I can say it seventh. Sixth. No, I can't having a problem with that one. All right, like I always say, um, tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. That's where you can you can email me. You can do all that jazz. Um, I'm getting. I mean, I'm over a hundred episodes. I need to start like putting this out there more, so I can start getting feedback on on what's because um, I, I hit my goal. My goal was a hundred, and I said I wasn't going to you know like promote or. I don't know. I don't even know what the word is. Like, let people know about the podcast, really, until I hit that goal. You know, it was it was a goal of consistency. Oh, matter of fact, you can you guys tell if I I have a I have the mic now. And one thing I did notice is um, one thing I did notice this time when I plugged it in is that it did say it's going to be recorded from an external source. So. One or two things happened the previous times. Uh, the the adapter I have it, it also has a monitor input, so I wonder if I was having my mic plugged into the monitor, the earphone input. If that's the case, then that's that was a that's dumb. That was a dumb. I should have been. Uh, maybe I should tape it so it can always stay in there. And I think I'm just going to get another one, a backup or an additional one. So I don't have to, you know, move this one, like, you know, so I won't forget it again. So I don't want to have to take this one in the house from when I start doing, um, doing, you know, recording in the house uh, through video. Because this, I'm going to use that same adapter for, for video, unless I use like an XLR adapter or something like that. But um, anyway, I'm rambling. Um, yeah, so tell us at straighttalkuncut.com is where you guys can can um, email me. And also, uh, my, the, the website, I, I mean, there's no really no point going to the website yet because I don't put show notes up or anything like that. Uh, it's just been more beneficial just to subscribe through whatever podcast um, application you use. I, I've been using Podomatic. Uh, for the last few weeks, I was using Double Twist because Double Twist lets you let you play 
more than just podcasts. You know, I, I, I was playing all my audio through Double Twist. But one thing I don't like about Double Twist, and I have the free version, is the way the ads come up is, and it uses like video ads and um, static ads, but it comes up, but you know, like a almost like on YouTube to where it's like a 15 or 30 second roll before you can listen to your podcast or whatever you're trying to listen to. And that's kind of annoying. Now, Podomatic, it's only for podcasts and I think uh, like radio broadcasts also, but I don't think, I've only messed with it a little bit. I don't think you can listen to your MP, regular MP3s. It may be a way, but I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't know yet. I haven't seen that feature. But uh, the way their ads are, just you know, at the bottom ad, just just strolling across the bottom, and it's actually uh, the the uh, interface is a lot better. There, I mean, there's there's some issues, there's some stuff I'm just I, I have to learn about it, but I, I like it better than uh, the double twist. So if I go premium, it's definitely going to be with with the Podomatic. Um, you know, I may give double twist a. a, a I'm, I don't know. I may mess around with it a, a, a little more because I have been using it for a while. But there was always something to prevent me from, from going premium. There was always like some kind of glitch and I wasn't sure. You know, I always equated it to, hey, maybe it's my phone or something. But now that I've started using Podomatic, I'm liking it a lot better. So I'm knowing like there were some glitches with uh, with with uh, Double Twist. And, but Double Twist is a good alternative. But as far as just for for podcasts, I'm I'm liking Podomatic. Uh, so so yeah, so that's that's what I've been using. You know, I just felt I you know need to let you guys know how I, how I listen to these. But also SoundCloud, you know, you guys can listen on SoundCloud. If reason why I don't use SoundCloud is because um, I I think it's an extra fee or something like that if you want to download the SoundCloud episodes, like download, down, I mean, SoundCloud Go or something like that, I think it was called. But I just use Podomatic because I can just download them. The same reason I was using Double Twist. Anyway, like I always say, I don't know a lot. But what I do know, I talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.